Check, 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 check. We're back, baby. Just the two of us. <laughs> we had to put our Thanksgiving episode out for the loners, the, or the seemingly dangerous loners. Incels. The shut-ins, the wards of the state. Most of our It was listeners. just time to do one. I felt like... It was also time to do one. When you when you suggested, like, that sounds like a grand idea. I mean, we should... We went four, four years or so, five, six years or so, actually, doing one a week, no matter what. It was eight. No, we're we're getting ready to start year a nine. Year nine. We've so we've it's pretty much has been this year that we haven't done. Well, but that's understandable. We've discussed that. Like when when they all can do it because we were doing one a week and we didn't have much to talk about. Yeah, so we just uh, because we we would kind of talk about the same things exactly where I was in the Game of Thrones books. (laughs) That became a thing. Why Game of Thrones uh, the books are better than the the show? Why did they leave that out? They cut out a whole. a bunch of storylines. <sighs> fucking Fagon. Had they cut out Fagon? That would have been a cool storyline to see. Would have been the out. fucking coolest. But the fact is, man, I don't think he's going to finish it. So. I have a theory. He's already finished it. He's finished both. You think? He's waiting until he dies for them to release them. Because he, he was so heartbroken and torn apart by what the Dan and Dave from HBO did to his baby. I could see that. And he doesn't want to face backlash whenever he kind of does some of the same things, but makes it better. Get, gets it there in a I much more... I always said it's be better in print. Yeah. yeah. He, he gets it there in a much more sensical way. Coherent manner. Yeah. Well, you don't you don't just cut out Varys, one of the best characters. Varys, the very last thing I read, had just... had Killed Kevin Lannister. Yeah, he did one of the most amazing acts of uh, espionage or whatever you want to call it. Tomfoolery, even there was a bit of tomfoolery. Malicious there. hooliganism. <laughs> Malicious hooliganism. <laughs> <laughs> he was a tactical scamp. <laughs> uh, malicious. M A L I C I O U S or O U S? I O U S. I O U S. Hooligan. That's better than tactical scamp, so we're going with malicious. Right. That's the one to beat right now for the title. <laughs> malicious, <laughs> but it was it was malicious hooliganism because yeah. in the books, Varys isn't just a bald shiny guy that shows up and says awesome things. He's a black fire. He is that. Yeah, but he also dresses up in different things. He might he, he might be in a scene that you're that you're reading, and you don't know it's fucking Varys until he like pops it off. He's like, oh my dear, I just have to kill you now. You know it's a. I mean, but we've discussed this. You know he's a Blackfire. Yeah. And uh, so is Illyrio. For people that don't know, the Blackfires are an offshoot of the Targaryen uh, family. Uh, they were started by... Bittersteel. Bittersteel, who was a bastard, who yes. was legitimized by Aegon Third. Brennan Rivers is what I think his name was. Wasn't Bittersteel's name Brennan Rivers? No, that's Bloodraven. That's Bloodraven. That's right. He's the man in the tree. That's true. Right. He's like 160 I've, years I've, old. I've... Confuse those a bit. I, I've, yeah. I've actually considered going back and reading them again just because I want to. I have them. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so do you probably. No, nah, I've got them on the phone and all that. Um, actually, I started reading uh, That's Been the Deep Dive. I actually see where he got a lot of his, uh, the way the first men and stuff are. Mm-hmm. They're just Celts. First men are Celts. Um, the, uh, well, and the Andals are the Angles and the Saxons. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that that very Nordic versus very 
Celtic way of looking. And they're, you know, two very extremely, you wouldn't think, but they are very different groups of people. Like the Anglos and Saxons are essentially Vikings. I mean, they've got Germanic ties. You know, the Germanic and the Celts are related through a culture called the Latin culture and into Hallstatt, which is up in um, Austria and places over and over into the Czech Republic. So, um, but then the Celts are also related, I think, to the Scythians and all these other, I mean, it's, I love Scythian the, sounds like something from like the dragon bone. Absolutely. The Scythians are like this group of nomadic horsemen who the Celts were definitely influenced by and, and were more than likely related to. So um, there's actually the Sumerians who are spelled like Conan, the barbarians, people, the Sumerians, they were a, a horseman group. They were related to the Celts. I did a deep dive. I do this where I, just want to know where I come from. So I did a come from boomer, man. Well, but I'm doing a two prong assault here. Oh, you want to go back further than the boomer. (laughs) I mean, there's not a lot there, but further than 44 years, 46, 46. Um, no, it was a two prong assault. Um, I knew I wasn't, I've always said I'm Irish and that's true, but it's a different group, but you're also gay as well. Boom. Hey, first gay joke. (laughs) Took five minutes and thirty-one seconds. A new low. <clears throat> um, no, so I did. Uh, I read, started looking up stuff. There's a, a couple great channels on YouTube called uh, Forged in Ulster about the Scots Irish, and the Scots Irish are where virtually everybody you know and I know are descended from. Pretty much, um, they're a group of people who are from Lowland Scotland. But which, by the way. I read about it, is a miserable fuck place to live. Sounds especially great. back then. <laughs> Sounds like a Holy good place to visit. Balls. It was awful the way they described it. They were living in the fucking Stone Age during Industrial Revolution. Past medieval times. You know. No, it wasn't in the Industrial Revolution yet, but it was definitely in the times where they shouldn't have been living like that anymore. And they were considered animals by like all the other group, all the other cultures. This sounds like a place I would fit in. Well, I mean, all of us would because they're very Appalachian sounding. Like they're all tough, you know, they've got this fucking just, they live in filth. I don't mm-hmm. say, I don't say we live in filth, but I'm we're saying we're capable of it. We're definitely capable of <laughs> we'll it. We'll do it if we have we're to. We're more capable than other cultures I've noticed. And that's no bullshit. Like up north, man, those people are crazy about fucking just taking your shoes off and shit all the time. What the fuck is wrong with you people? This is a house, you know. But anyway. Never cared about anybody leaving their shoes on, taking their shoes off. No, I I mean, some people do, and I get that, and that's okay. But I'm saying that, by and large, even if you forget, nobody's really going to care. Appalachian culture is like that. We're not so hung up on, like, crazy cleanliness. We're not, we don't live in filth, and we're not dirty, but we're not so much about we're not poncy as they as the as the Brits would call it. Where there's not a lot of paunch to us. So not a bunch of noodle wrists. Exactly. So there's that. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but then I started getting into it, and I went through the other direction too. And I started reading. You know, I started watching uh, documentaries about the Celts. Blood, blood, fire, and sacrifice. No, blood, iron, and sacrifice is a great one. And I started reading that woman's book. Her name's Alice Roberts. And it's fucking great. It's a good book. Started reading Barry Cunliffe, who uh, has a book of just the Celts, the ancient Celts. It's a great book. Um, and then I got another one. You know, they're so they're they're so misunderstood people, and there's and there's still a debate over who they were. You know, you got some people trying to claim them. You get some people trying to claim that the that the that the Britons who are the 
non-Anglo-Saxon people of England who were under Boudicca, who was like like the last Boudicca, Boudicca. It's what it sounds like. The last great Celtic uprising, you know, under this queen who, of the Iceni, who was a Celtic tribe, who burned a Roman city and killed everybody in it. And then had fought the Battle of Watling Street, where they got fucked. I'm sorry to say, got mopped up. But you're fighting the Romans, so you're not really going to win. Um, and then go back further when the Celts were still still the Gauls. I mean, I actually bought a shirt in memory of that called the Dying Gaul. It's a great. You can look that sculpture up. It's fucking awesome. Um, and you know, this is a people that fought naked, paint themselves blue. You know, had these great big swords where fucking, you know, the, the Romans described them in, in absolute terror sometimes. And they, yeah, it's fucking great. I mean, that's that's a how how could they create that? You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. chiseled out of stone. Isn't that unreal that the things that they were able to do? Look at his ass there. Well, they were just, yeah. He's got an ass on him, Well, they were just, you know, but that's a true representation of what the Celts looked like. They They weren't, they were big and brawny, but they weren't. They didn't want to be like they're they, swimmers, but they're fighters. They, you know, you, too much bulk slows you down. You can't fight anymore. You know, that's a misconception we have with, you know, that's another deep dive I went to is this idiot Bradley Martin thinking he can fight people like Devin Haney and fucking, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's challenged, <laughs> he's challenged some MMA, MMA guys he too. Like, what in the fuck he, are you doing? He challenged Nate Diaz. Come on, buddy. That was a funny interview because you never get to him. Nate was being nice to him. And he said, You're a YouTuber, brother. Like, so you don't think it, he's like, but I could get you, but you won't. <laughs> he's just talking shit. He was high as fuck, but he's doing it too. Yeah. So he's being like really kind. Nate Diaz has taken some L's recently, but they were two MMA fighters and a fake boxer. Who, I don't think he's a fake boxer. He's a, he's he can he can, he he can, can fight. He can he fight. can fight. He's actually got really good hands. I mean, Nate Diaz just probably didn't take that very seriously. He didn't. Didn't um, use his reach, which he was never too good at using his reach in the MMA. Nate is not a boxer. He's a pretty good. He's a good MMA boxer. No, I'm not. I'm Whenever, not shitting on him. Yeah. I'm just saying that boxing, boxer, boxing, boxing is different. That's another thing I've really been leaning into and doing a lot lately. Yeah, and finding out, watching fights and seeing why fighters win fights. Like, what about Francis? We haven't talked since Francis. Francis Nagano should have won that fight. From everything I've heard, I've not seen anything but the knockdown. Francis Nagano probably should have won. Tyson that fight. Fury outboxed him. He outpointed him. That's that's for sure. But. And all for all intents and purposes, Francis won that fight. And I'm a Tyson Fury fan. Francis, but again, you talk about something not somebody not taking something very seriously. He might not have taken it seriously. He didn't. Ta- he came in overweight. He was. He, he always comes in overweight, though. He does, but he's also got a massive problem with depression. He was looking forward to fighting uh, Usyk. Usyk. Yeah. And have you seen Usyk fight? You don't want to. Holy. See, you don't want. You got to take Usyk shit. seriously. You got to. Usyk would kill Francis Nagano. He would kill him. I think even. Even uh, the, 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 the Fury not taking it seriously, oh, Tyce, or, yeah. uh, Francis could beat most of the top ten sure, of the absolutely. heavyweights right now. I'm not shitting. I'm a big. I like Francis Nagano a lot. I, think I like the awesome, balls. To I do think that. he's an awesome dude. I really do. I think he's, he's. If you ever heard his fucking, I've heard his. It, story. Is, it, is, an, it is a superhero origin. It story. is. It's fucking it is awesome. absurd. I like him a lot. The man was digging sand when he was seven years old, right, in a mine in. <clears throat> Whatever it's fucking Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, that's all it is. Essentially, yes. he, if they would make a Conan the Barbarian movie and make him Conan, yeah, I'd be like that. This is the best race swap ever because he did that. Sure, he actually did. That. Right, he would feel right at home. Exactly, I'm all for that because if you make it correctly, it'll be fine. Yeah, but um, 
Tyson did beat him on points and all that stuff. And even the boxers like that. Yeah, he knocked him down or whatever. But, you know, for another thing, though, Fury ate that punch. He got back up from that punch. Not a lot of people get up back up from that punch. I think I think uh, Francis could beat um, Deontay because that's all Deontay. I has think he too. could. Well, yeah, exactly. It'd be Deontay power on power, and I think that Francis even have a be- has a better, more powerful hand than Deontay. I don't know though, man. And Francis has taken way less punishment. Yeah, he has because nobody really has ever rocked him or anything. Well, and Deontay and Francis can be taught. Deontay can't be taught. Obviously. He'd only been doing MMA five years and he was the champion. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's he's he puts his ego aside, he listens, obviously, because Tyson was training him, which Tyson Fury was mad about, and I don't blame him. You know, Tyson Fury loves Mike Tyson. That's the reason he's named that, because they love Mike Tyson so much. And he just uh, but anyway. Um But I did watch a lot of Usyk's fights, and Usyk is a dangerous fighter. He's he does have power. Like that's I can't stand when people just lean on that so much. We don't have a lot of power. He does. He has enough that he has what he needs. You know what I mean? This whole thing that being able to do the one hitter. So what? Any idiot can you know put together a lot one of power? good. Ali. Ali didn't have a lot of power. And he lacked a power punch. Um, uh, Floyd Mayweather. Absolutely. Didn't have a lot of power. He did early in his career. He ha- he had knockouts early, but then he broke both of his hands so many times that he just had to start right. out pointing. But people. you know, but then you have fighters that were. People like a knockout fighter. I mean, they're always going to like a knockout fighter, but they don't. People don't also don't understand boxing, where it's you know, Lennox Lewis had knockout power, but he outpointed people. I mean, he fought like a British fighter. British fighters also fight that way. European fighters fight that fight differently, like, like that too. I'll tell you who produces some of the best boxers that are Ukrainians. Those motherfuckers can fight. Um, they know how to box. They know how to shift. They know how to to. I'm talking. They're very shifty. They like Usyk will shift in planes, and he'll be behind you hitting you before you ever know what fucking happened. He's so quick, and his hands are so, you know, you just don't know what he's going to do. Um, he fought Anthony Joshua, I think, or his big tall black fighter, mm-hmm. and Joshua, to his credit, gave him a good fight. I mean, Joshua was the unified fucking, but it was champion. never really in doubt. I mean, Usyk, I don't think lost one round in, in the entire time they fought. And then he beat the shit out of Derek Chisora. You know, he beat these guys who are big talkers and, you know, are big hitters too. But then he just comes and beats the shit out of you. It's like when fucking, um, when Vladimir Klitschko fought Shannon Briggs. Shannon Briggs should be dead because Klitschko about beat his ass to death. And that's one guy who does have power. Klitschko had power. And also not, not only that, but both them motherfuckers can box. And both of them are fearless. That's another thing about the Ukrainian people. They're absolutely fearless. You know, they're like, you know, I've been getting in all to these, all these, you know, fucking histories of all these people. The Ukrainians and the Slavs are fascinating groups of people, and they're utterly without fear. I mean, they're like, they're throwbacks to when, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know. But, a lot about them yet, but I've been diving into that. I'm trying to get through one subject at a time. Like I'm into the Celts now and to the Scots Irish and tracing that. The next thing I'm going to do is the Scythians. And then I'm going to go back down through the list and go into Ukraine and learn about the Cossacks and all that stuff. I have watched videos of that, about that before. Ukraine is a fascinating place. It's almost like fucking, uh, the Mandalorians because they're, People different drawn from different places who just went there and took on the culture of the people who live there, and all of a sudden they're all just that, and they all fight like that now, and they're 
You know what I mean? Like none of pretty much none of the original people who live there are the Ukrainians anymore. But the people who live there are Ukrainians. That makes sense. You know, they're just this warrior people who, you know, they were farmers and then they just had to fight. And the next thing you know, they're picking up weapons and becoming warriors. Mm. That's usually what happens. Like farmers make good warriors for some reason. You know, I don't know if it's from beating the shit out of their horses. Well, <laughs> I think it's just from the fact that you're living a hard life and you have to do something that's going to. Well, you are constantly defending from animals like wolves, coyotes, sure. whatever, coming mm-hmm. in trying to get your pigs or whatever. Right. And you plus, you just Europe, man. Europe has this. We think of Europe now, and a lot of people think of Europe now as it has become. Europe is the most blood-soaked place on the fucking planet. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Fought two world wars there, and all the wars leading up to it, and all the ancient wars between all these fucking European peoples, the Germanic peoples, the Celts, the Romans, the the fucking Proto-Romans, the Greeks, all these fucking groups massacred. Romans. Um. <laughs> This guy, he's always got one. Always oh, got one in the holster. Um, I thought we were listing fonts. <laughs> you sound like Jackie Mason there. I thought we were listing fonts. This and this and this. <laughs> I don't know what you're writing. I wonder what Jackie Mason would think about the Israel Ukraine or not Israel and uh, Hamas thing. Well, imagine if Israel and Ukraine were fighting. Where would they meet to fight? <laughs> That'd be a rough one. Two groups, <laughs> I tell you, that's a rough one. Two groups of people just willing to die, you know, wanting to die. I put up something. Um, I saw uh, it. That's great. I put a fucking thumbs up on it. It's, it's great. The Did you make that one up? Uh, completely. It's fucking awesome. Because it's very funny. It is good. But people either, I know that the algorithm is hiding things for mm-hmm. a couple weeks, and that's fine. But um, it's a little bit more subversive than what people are thinking. They're just thinking I'm I'm judging or what. If people have seen it and been disgusted by it, that's fine. Right. But um, it said uh, I don't have, I'm not. Informed enough to have an opinion on the whole Israel, Israel nobody is Hamas situation. Nobody is. You got a bunch of people situation. shooting their fucking mouths off who don't know shit about. Yeah, anything. I know. But I do know that Israeli women are hot, and every time I see a Palestinian woman, she's covered covered in rubble, which I don't find appealing. So Israel wins this round. It's a little bit more subversive than you think, because the why are they covered in rubble? That's always maybe the- it's because they're being bombed all the time. <laughs> It Maybe I don't like, like that they're being. I know. The original version. Actually more clever. I actually this. workshopped this. <laughs> <laughs> I had it typed out and I sent a screenshot to Elaine and it said covered in in rubble and blood. She said, "Take the blood out." She said, "Aaron thought it was funny." Aaron apparently Aaron busted out laughing. <laughs> I, I just said, "I'm just going to take the blood part out." I was going to put their baby's blood oh, God. or their children's yeah, blood, that's a little something much. like that. It might have yeah. been a little much. <laughs> Maybe it's a little bit much for a festival crowd. <laughs> so I took that part out. It's, got, it's only got like three impressions so far, which is fine. I think it's fine. It was just for me. I fucking laughed out loud and told everybody <laughs> at fucking work when I was, I was just like, this, is, this shit is tremendous. But the fact of the matter is, Israeli women are very hot. What is going on over there? They're they're just a first world nation. They're dressing up their women in uh, uniform in um in uh fucking army uniforms, which I I know that they they have uh conscripted service over there. Everybody has to do like a year. But just or two. the men. Well, the women have to also. But they don't. But they don't perform combat. The women yeah, they probably cook, clean. They do what women are supposed to do. Oh, oh, come on, not own. <laughs> But uh, they dress them up and do propaganda videos, and then they send them to the U.S., and people are like, we should really be supporting Israel. 
See, the thing about it is, is that I see both sides of, I hate to be this guy, but it's true. I see both sides of the equation. I'm a both sides guy too. The, I get it. The Isra- Israelis, Israel has been bullying everybody in that part of the world. For shizzle. For since their inception, but they were bullied to begin with. I know. They, all these other countries like, oh, we're going to, you know, these, no, these people are now battle hardened and have faced a, vir- a, 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 not a virtual, a literal genocide and have emerged from the other side. They don't have anything to lose. So you're not going to, you're not scaring them because they fought the Nazis. Didn't fight them so much as we, you know, were massacred by them. So yes. they've seen the face of evil and you're just not living up to it. So, you and, know, because the Nazis are out of central casting evil. And you know pa- what I mean? Palestine is <laughs> backed by such, Iran. Such go getters as Iran and Saudi Arabia, who's backed by Saudi Arabia is backed by us. Yeah. Um, Yemen is somehow getting into this, which we were backing Saudi Arabia in a genocide in Yemen for 10 years. Don't know how that's working out. And now they're on the side of Saudi Arabia. I have no idea what's happening. And I got to be honest. I don't care. It's not that I don't care. I, I mean, don't want anybody. To but get I just try, I, people have asked me because we discuss these things. They and they ask me these questions because I usually get versed on such. Because you're the resident smart guy where you work, pretty much. And they ask me, "What do you think of this?" I was like, "It's just the latest chapter, man." I mean, what do I think? It's what they've been doing for thousands of years. It's just the latest chapter. You know, it's not even that particularly bloody of a chapter yet. It is, but it isn't. You know, these people have been massacring each other. For thousands of years, I mean, and it's an and the worst part about it is, it's what's known as an inter uh, internecine fight or internecine fight. I think I'm pronouncing that right. A, f- a fight within family because they are related. They're descended from one group of people. Those are the most bloody fights because they know you better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Now the Jews moved out and became other people and mixed with other bloodlines, but still retained who they are, and then returned and now have looked slightly different, but they're still the same fucking people. You know, the Arabs stayed there. And by the way, what's what's interesting to me is you know the Iranians are not Arabs. They're related to us. They're they're like the Iranians are a proto-Celtic people who are related to the Scythians and all these other people. Fascinating to me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? How they end up down there? <laughs> well, they're what's known as the Indo-European groups. Uh-huh. Like we're related to nor- Northern Indians too. Like, matter of fact, a lot of words and gods and concepts in even uh, into Celtic times when they're on the islands, the British islands, are closer related to things in India. I've looked that up. It blows your fucking mind when you think about it. Hmm. Consider, especially considering being a a uh, verbal culture, you know, the, uh, they, they write nothing down. So, um, it's crazy though. Um, but anyway, back to the story and it's all these different groups of people in this miserable fuck place on the planet. What the fuck are you fighting over? Let's I mean, just put solar panels there and power the world. Fuck. Th- I mean, I just, move I don't, civilization, you idiots. I, and I, and I, if I have to hear one more time with those God chosen people, it says who, I know which. I mean, both of them are saying the same thing, you know, and it's just. But also, too, I'm of I'm of this opinion. The regular folks should just fucking get the vote or get rid of these motherfuckers and get them out of because the Palestinians and Israelis they've they've interviewed them and polled them. They don't want to fight each other. No, it's it's the hardliners, the terrorists, and then the people like Benjamin fucking Netanyahu who want to do. You dare sully the good goddamn name of Benjamin Netanyahu on this podcast? You understand me? I didn't realize we were bought and sold by Benjamin Netanyahu. We could actually today's be, episode is brought to you by sued. the IDF. <laughs> we could actually be sued. 
Um, we actually could be. I know. We could be censured. It's fucking crazy. Suck my dick. <laughs> Whole country. A lot of you. Line up. <laughs> no, Especially I, some of them broads I see in them propaganda videos. You know what I'm saying? Gal Gadot. Hey, she, uh, she can get it. She's all right. I don't think she's hot. Everybody thinks she is. Um, People have different tastes. They do. I'm not saying she's not. She's not unattractive. She's definitely a pretty woman. You know who's hot? Not a big Roy Orbison fan. You know who's hot? Who? All three of the ladies in the Marvels are hot, and they won't let them be hot in the movies. They frump them up. And I know one of them is playing like a 17-year-old. She's 20-something. Apparently, she's really good in the movie. She's probably great. She seems like excited. she like carries all the scenes, and she's really enthusiastic and really nice, happy to be in it. Brie Larson has checked out. She doesn't give she's a fuck. So, she's, and I don't blame here's what her. What sucks? I don't blame. She's her. so good. She in is. other things. <laughs> she's an Oscar winner. Yeah, and she was good in that movie. It's not her fault that they wrote the Captain Marvel character to be utterly without character arc and utterly unlikable. And completely without struggle, automatically well, that, everything. Exactly, yeah. Char- no it's character arc. So that's not appealing. Um, I was actually thinking one thing. I was I was thinking about that would have been awesome is someone slightly less statuesque and maybe a little bit older would have been um, Ashley Johnson as Captain Marvel. You really got a thing for this uh, Ashley Johnson. I love her. Hated her since she was on uh, uh, Growing Pains. Growing Pains. She was couldn't, couldn't she was a child. I know. So was I. <laughs> I think she's great, man. I, I, I think she's a good voice. Well, she's a good actress too. Probably. She was in the Last of Us show. Did you yeah, not see for that? a couple minutes? Yeah. Yeah, she played. I thought it was kind of a nice touch that the show that the game Ellie is giving birth to the show Ellie. Yeah, it's pretty cool. kind of neat. Yeah. Um, by the way, they're releasing a PS uh, Five remastered. Remaster, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, it's the exact same game with upgraded. No, graphics. it's got no. They go put more stuff. In? There's more levels and all kinds of shit. Oh, in. neat! There's actually a new game included, and the and the people who uh, bought the PS4 version only pay pay ten dollars. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they've heard the people pissing and moaning, the idiots who keep running their fucking mouth. But anyway, um, now the whole John Oliver did a thing, and I watched it, of course, on last week tonight about the whole thing. I feel like he's fairly balanced when when it comes to the subject. Because he's not jumping on Israel or, you know, Palestine's bandwagon. He's just like, this is extremely complicated and people are acting like it's not. You know, they're like, this is very simple. It's a terrorist versus like, no, Hamas do not represent the Palestinians. And he broke it down why they don't represent the Palestinians. It's because Hamas lied when they were first fucking created and said they were more moderate. They were just fucking lying. They were lying the whole time. When we were growing up, it was the PLO, right? It was something like that. Like they took over from one terrorist organization and got them out, and then they said we're more like we want to keep peace and well, we're more moderate. We we're more modern thinking and all that stuff. And they were just fucking lying. And so the Palestinian people thinking, hey, we can finally get rid of some of these fucking nut jobs and actually be and maybe have a homeland and get and settle all this bullshit without bloodshed and without fucking creating more terrorists every fucking day. Um, through reprisals, we can do this. And they just fucking lied to them and they did exactly what they were going to fucking do. They sent off a rocket attack and killed what, how many people was it? 12,000, something like that. Or back in the eighties or no, 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 I'm talking about recently in that recent, recent, I I think there was was like 1200. I think altogether there was like 3000. Okay. People. That's a lot. 
So that's a load. I mean, that's not that's fewer the people than dying than mass shootings here in the United States in a year. But you know, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's the price of freedom, bitch. <laughs> no, it isn't. We're just completely mentally ill culture. I mean, with that are completely overarmed. But um, I just, I don't know, man. I don't like wading in on it because I don't. Because no matter who what, who, what you say about it, someone's going to be offended. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. Sure. Um, yeah, I really don't have, like, I <clears throat> I guess if somebody uh, fucking red dawned in here, we would probably want revenge on them. Sure. Like, I think maybe our revenge against Afghanistan that, that, that had nothing to do with it might have been a little bit overkill the whole 20 years mm-hmm. and. Ruining their country and ruining Iraq. That might have been a little ruining worse. of Afghanistan. Ruining. How, what was their ruin? Well, ruining it more, <laughs> making it worse. The graveyard of empires. Precisely. Hey, actually, I have to say though, we're the one that made it out. We did. We got out. We were after the one that did not. We, that's a pretty good batting average, considering they beat Alexander the Great, fucking the Mongols, the, the, the fucking Soviet Union, and the United States. We made it out, baby. Hey, we did it. Yeah. What's fun is we were fighting the same people that we trained in 1978 Absicors. to fight the course. <laughs> it's been a long day. Uh, I got up at three o'clock to get come back down to the house from Richwood to oh, get ready fun. for work. That's fun. Um, yeah, I I don't. Uh, you know the whole Red Dawn situation. You know, watching the videos of the people paragliding in with the things. Mm. Got to be honest, kind of awesome. Than what they did afterwards, not awesome. Did you hear about the movie? No. They did that. They paraglided in. Hamas did that? Yes. Yeah. Kind of awesome. You to can, see. You not, can, to, not to see in person. Right. But you can never doubt their fervor or their commitment to the cause, even though it's the dumbest religion on the face of the planet. Um, Can't think of one dumber, and I've and uh, there's Scientology lurking around here. Exactly. So, exactly. You know? I mean, Sam Harris put it best. He said it is the... It is the Hall of Fame of bad ideas, you know, yeah. and that's when Ben Affleck, who was juiced up for Batman the, at the time, the mother load. But that is of bad ideas. That's true. <laughs> what did I say? The Hall of Fame. <laughs> but you know, same thing. <laughs> but he's right, and you know, and then Ben Affleck said talk shit because he, you know, is obligated to do that. He has to. I mean, as long as it's not Christianity, you know, which I'm neither a big fan of, but not a hate, not a hater of, but not a big fan of. Um, I get it because I grew up in it. Well, but. Of the big three, they do the most. They do the most. Uh, they, they do the most malicious hooliganism. I think they do the most good, don't they? Uh, I thought we were talking about Islam. Oh, I was talking about Christianity. I think Christianity probably does do, do the most good. They are the most selfless. Like they'll go into places. Uh, honestly, the most charitable people on the face of the planet mm-hmm. are American Christians. Sure, they donate to charities. Now, those charities might end up being corrupt and. And a big fuck around. Well, and the reason, but they their hearts are in the right place usually. But then you have the ones that are like they're doing it because for them it's like a big cosmic royal rumble. If I can refer to back to a, a show from twenty years ago, yes. Um, they they want to get into heaven, so they figure, well, this well, is the, this is the way to do it. In in Protestant religions, you can't buy your way in. That's the thing. It's not. It's not nah, prosperity gospel. That's that's Protestantism. Not the ones I grew up in. 
Now maybe the ones with you're, fucking you're you're right, but Teflo I'm, dollar and all these right. That's prosperity gospel. Now that's, that's malicious. That's evangelical. <laughs> it certainly uh, is. those mother. That is malicious. Oh, God. Well, that 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 segment on fucking uh, last week tonight where they were discussing that and how he sent Robert Tilton all that money and kept on getting shit back from him and the sheer amount of nonsense that these fucking people believe. You know, I'm not talking about Christians. Hats off to you. Some of the best people I know love you, but I'm t- and. And I'm talking about little roadside churches in Swiss and stuff like that. These beautiful little places. Love them. You've never I, had such a good time in your life. It's right. I go places. even being a non-believer. I like to go because I like being around the people and I love them. And you get fellowship and it's part of my culture. I don't have to be a believer to go. I like being around my people. So, um, but the fucking evangelical Christianity is a blight. It is a fucking monstrous creation. I mean, it's 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 one of the most awful fucking things. Like the the people backing Donald Trump and the fucking you know what I mean. Like the most non-religious. I'm I'm off him. I don't really give a shit. But I'm saying that the He's most coming he is. And when he gets in office, it's going to be bad. Um, Unless it's great. It's not going to be. Watch great. it be great this time. It's not going to be. No great. wait. Watch it be one of them sequels. that's better. Dude, it's not going to be. Watch it be Empire Strikes Back. Watch it be better. You know it's not going to be good, man. It can't be worse. can't be worse than what's happening now. Dude, I don't... The things that are happening now in this country are kind of... I'm not talking about a lot of the social things. That's beyond doubt. I'm talking about the the governmental things are not his fault. Global inflation shit is not his fault. Never said it was. The train. I know you're not. I know you're not. But I'm saying the trains are running on time, all that stuff. He's a horrible president because he has no charisma. Zero. None. He's a medical cadaver. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they're we're using. We're a complete agreement. Any anytime he does like a speech where he's coherent, mm-hmm. it's always in an empty room to a camera, and it's always AI. Sure. It is not him doing it. Really? Yes. Hmm. I I can I can see things that aren't real. I can see CGI. Sure. It looks like CGI to me. It might very well be. I think it is. But I don't think that. But the, I don't think that the. The opposite would be good. I think I have no idea. I'm I, not going to vote for him for God's well, sake. Well, I know you're not, man. But I'm saying that all these people who vote for RFK, baby. I like RFK. I like RFK too. I like that he's wild. I like that he says wild shit. I think that he. I like. He the says fact, the wild shit that I like. Not I like think, Donald. Trump. I like the fact that he's a Kennedy. Yeah. And if he got on stage with Donald Trump, he told him go fuck himself. Ah, you're a horse's ass. <laughs> he doesn't really. Ah, you're a horse's ass. I know, <laughs> but I, I I think he could beat Trump in a walk. Yeah, but he's not running as a Democrat now. He's going to be a spoiler. He'd be a spoiler for either side, though. He can. I think he'd be a spoiler for Trump, and I think Trump's going to try to attack him. And I think it's going to backfire on him. That's a bad idea. Because this man—it's like talk. attacking Bill Burr. This man, this man got <laughs> Dupont to pay hundreds of millions right. of dollars. You're right. This man got he's, he's the East R- man. This man got the East River cleaned up. Yes. After a, a hundred years he's of getting He's a fucking Kennedy. In. Yeah. I mean, he might the vaccine shit. You might not agree with or whatever. I don't care. I don't know. I just, whenever he says it, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. It's, 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 it, it sounds reasoned. You know what I mean? But that's people that need to start. They always talk about the one issue voter. Well, the left is no better. You know, you, you speak out of one thing and they're willing to not fucking. I was like, dude, it's this guy or that fucking guy. You make the fucking call. It's this guy call. who you might not agree with one subject or the death of democracy. What's it going to be? You know, it's like, and I'm, I'm sorry to say, I don't mean to be the doom guy. I'm really not that guy anymore. But Which dude, doom would you be? Would you be Butch Reed or Ron Simmons? 
Ron Simmons. Of course. <laughs> Love Hacksaw Butchery, but Ron Simmons was the man. First black NWA heavyweight champion. Absolutely. Um, ab- what did I say? Absa-sure. Absa- Absa-course. course There we go. We're, 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 we're bringing that one. Um, no, but I'm, I'm, he is... If he gets back in office, his psychology is going to dictate what's going to happen. It's some scary stuff, man. He will be. But he could. He, he will could, be imprisoning. He could people. fix the Ukraine and Russia thing in ten minutes. No, he can't. He said he could, <laughs> and they believe that shit too. I think. I, I, I think I he like possibly hear, could. I, I like hearing their explanations when they ask yeah. how I, he'll just be Trump. Like that's not an explanation. <laughs> I think he possibly could, like fucking help in some way just because he's crazy and he'd be like listen if you guys don't fucking work this out we're gonna get involved that's fair that's okay it's like and i'm like again completely against that but the threat of that is a big deal well it's like the thing with north korea i gave him credit for that yeah because crazy saw crazy and like holy all he has to do is is go over there and be like if you guys don't get this thing worked out we're gonna get involved against both of you and neither of you want that right we're gonna just clear this out we're gonna make this farming land for us right for us and you people will be working the fields we're bringing slavery back and you fucking slavs are they slavs I have no <laughs> yeah idea. they're slavs you slavs will be <laughs> will be working the fields for me do you want to work the fields for me i don't think so work it out i'll see in 10 that's what i would do <laughs> i know but he's just not he's do he, i really think he would do that no, maybe <laughs> perhaps but not in anything kind of coherent manner um no have oh yeah i just said it way better than he would oh sure have you seen some of his speeches lately, too? He's losing it. Oh, he's never had it. It's great. No, no but I'm saying he's really like, he, he was he was actually in his own way kind of sharp. He's not that anymore. Like, he's forgetting who the president is, and he's saying, we ran against Obama and all kinds of shit. It's, it's wild. It's wild that these are our choices. You know? I think probably, That's why I think RFK could win. I think probably the Democrats are going to be like, uh, Joe Biden's dead, and <laughs> they, they kill him. And then they let uh, Kamala be the first black uh, and slash Indian president. They need to not do that. For like six months. And then Gavin Newsom runs. So we have American Psycho. Gavin Newsom could, could run. He could run and, and he win, could win. Because he's good looking and he can talk good. But he's Did an he, absolute psychopath. Is he? I don't yeah. know much about him. Well, you look at what California was during the pandemic. And you look at San Francisco and how they cleaned up San Francisco overnight whenever the Chinese dictator was coming to town. And he's like, listen, whenever company comes over, you clean up, don't you? Maybe clean up for the fucking people that live there, you right. fucking absolute psychopath. Well, the thing that's bothering me is I understand a lot of the people just getting fed up with shit when we see. I find myself agreeing with some of the more lunatic things that people say like the all the shoplifters coming into these places stealing shit shoot one of them yeah shoot one right just shoot one It'll stop yeah and i'm not for shooting people and all that stuff listen the only way you're ever going to know this guy's name is if you shoot him this guy's not going to end up writing a book he's not going to end up winning a grammy or an oscar just shoot the guy shoot one and they will stop it's 50 at a time i know just I mean, cap one flash up. mobs just of fucking people knee. stealing shit they're not stealing things that need help. They're stealing shoes. They're stealing clothes. To resell. I mean, why do we allow this shit? That's not just happening there. It's happening here. Years ago, I was working at Lowe's. We're not allowed to stop people from shoplifting shit. You shoplift something from my store. You know what's going to happen to you? You're going to whatever you take is you getting get shoved inside of you. You gotta get the hands. These hands are rated E for everybody. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I don't give a flying fuck what you take. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here, let me load you up. <laughs> you oh, you need, big you need, dumb carts. And need a strap to tie that down? <laughs> Ratchet strap. No, we got a million of them. Go ahead. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> it's been a lot of a lot of good things have been going on. Um, like I'm in in life, not as in, in not this, in the world. No, God, no, no. I'm having a great time. But <laughs> I have really completely tuned out. Like when I find myself getting upset about it, I put myself in timeout. Like you are not looking this shit anymore. We've we've gone beyond this. We want to do things with our life, and we want to be happy. When we, when we started this, we started the show right. Around, I think Donald Trump announced he was running the week. That I was he losing started. my fucking mind, dude. And you were losing your mind. And mm-hmm. I was like, I never thought that we would start this and have to talk about Donald Trump so much. Mm-hmm. And he's just always. I think we went a little while without mentioning him. Well, we had an embargo for a while. There was like, yeah, a, it was a, it. It was a lot of fun to make fun of for a while. Mm-hmm. And then he won, and everybody was kind of freaked out. Yeah. And I was like, it's kind of going to be the same, and it kind of was the same. It except was. Except for people yeah. freaked out more, and now, now our movies suck. So Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah. But they're on their way back. Uh, I think the- I think the, the balance is shifting. Everybody can tell. Well, Barbenheimer really let everybody know, if you make good movies, people will come to the movies. Uh, Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse? Across the Spider-Verse. Both, yeah. Well, I think it lost its ass at the theater, but it's going to do well in the- in the uh, streaming, did it not lose its ass? No, it was, I never even knew it was. It out. was big, really. The new one, yeah, I never knew Fuck. it was out. It's going to be up for an Oscar again this year. Um, Lots of things are up for Oscars that lose money. Sure, but I'm most so- actually most things that are up for Oscars lose money. Well, true. In the eighties, I forget what year it was out. Uh, Rain Man doesn't seem like it. It was the biggest movie of the year. It made the most money at the box office that year, and it won the Oscar. That hasn't happened since, probably. Well, except for maybe uh, when the Lord of the Rings got its legacy. Well, the the steady the steady dumbing down of America has finally come to fruition, and that this includes our entertainment and the fact that, as I've said before, with this AI thing, it is now we are now in a downshift where it's going to be bad, like we, or it's going to be good. Like, okay, I'm trying to be optimistic. It can go one of two directions. Either we're going to recover from it mm-hmm. and realize that we have com- com- completely collapsed culturally. Or we're going to click completely collapse culturally, um, and I'm seeing signs that we could avert. I've seen that, some things that are good lately. Really? Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I've also been going back and watching actual movies, not just Marvel movies. Right. Like I went back and watched Rocky three and four last week. Tremendous watch. <laughs> I watched Creed three last week. Tremendous watch. I heard it's not bad. It is a good. Mm-hmm. Fucking Rocky. It is a Rocky movie. Right. But Rocky's not in it, but it is what you want out of a Rocky movie. You got montages. You got needle drops where popular songs play. Right. It's cool. Yeah. Um, I went back and watched The Nice Guys just last night. The Nice I, Guys. I really need to see that. Is a tremendous movie. Yeah. Shane Black, writer, director of that movie. Shane Black did that one? Shane Black wrote um, Predator. Predator. And then. But he also did The New Predator, and it's a lump of shit. That's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. He wrote that. He mm. didn't direct it. That's Richard Donner directed that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he wrote all the Lethal Weapons and all those are good movies. Yeah. He he He's a buddy cop guy and usually they're set around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. Um, then he did one called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang that is really good. Apparently. Colin, Colin Farrell's in that one, isn't he? That is. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. That is what got him cast as Iron Man. 
Nice. Yeah, because what's his face saw it. The director of Iron Man saw it and loved John how Favreau. loved how he um, he sort of narrated it and said, "This guy's Iron Man." And then Shane Black did Iron Man three. He co-wrote it. Not the best one in the franchise, but still not a bad movie. No. Marvel had, dude, I don't care what anybody says, Marvel had solid movies, man. Yeah. We were on a streak there for a while. And then they just kept doing them. Well, I understand why you keep doing them, but then you started putting chicks in them and making them gay and lame. Was I right about that? Was I right about it? Listen. <laughs> rumor, Nobody was excited about me, about it except me. Rumor has it. Oh, I was excited about okay. it. I'm, I'm excited about anything South Park does. Right. Rumor has it. The Marvels had to go back and do a quick edit to get rid of a scene where it's mentioned that uh, Valkyrie and Carol Danvers used to date because you put chicks in it and you made them gay and lame. They had to do a quick edit to take that line out. Or take That's that why I'm scene. saying that, okay, I know you didn't care, right? But there are so many things that can happen if somebody was sharp enough Talons. When sharp enough talons <laughs> fucking can sink their can sink them into something. Mm-hmm. That's why the thing. I, my segue with this is the Bill Burr and his wife thing with Trump. Bill Burr could really take a chunk out of Donald Trump if he wanted to, like write a bit about it and go into it and all that stuff. I'm sure he will. That's why I was excited about it. Like I'm like this is and all the fucking righties started turning against him. But what I noticed is that is that the righties were really kind of scared to say something. Because they don't want that turned on them. Like, I love that. On Twitter, they weren't. I love that. No, I, I, I know on Twitter, like you had the fucking fresh and fit, the rest of those jagoffs saying shit. It's just like, yeah, but you're a sack of shit and nobody fucking likes you. Bill Burr is the fucking man. He might be the goat. Who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? And like Pearl and the rest of those stupid fuckers all said something, but they're not going to say anything to him. You know what I mean? Well, no, they hardly ever run into him. No, I'm not. I'm saying in like more direct. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, that's why I was kind of like spoiling for the fight. I want to see somebody take a bite out of these fuckers and put them in their fucking place. What do you think the the ride back to the hotel was like for Nia that night? Because he knew, <laughs> like, <clears throat> once he, you once know, he, I'm going to have to say something about this. Whenever he gets a Twitter, not- <laughs> like all kinds of Twitter <laughs> yeah. notifications. Yeah. What Nia? What the what? What the fuck did you do, <laughs> Nia? Oh, Jesus Christ. I got a movie on Netflix just came out, and you're the, doing this? The fucking guy. <laughs> I get it. She probably didn't know she was on camera. She's just being right. Little, and Nia's funny. She's she's good. I like Nia a lot. You know, but Fresh and Fit, we're talking about how she's fat and all this stuff. She just had two children. Let right. her be fat for a minute. Exactly. Like, there's this whole... That's one thing. There's this whole culture. Uh, wait, I don't want to get... Uh, she just uh, had two subject. red-headed black children. Right. <laughs> who are all somehow prematurely balding already. <laughs> <laughs> they like to throw shit. Um, no, before we go on that segue, let's get back to what you were saying. The the thing about the Marvel movies and like um, the Pandaverse and all that yeah. shit. Um, the thing where they had to edit out, they quickly edited out the thing because they, they didn't want South Park to be right. They were fuming about the South Park. Thing. Absolutely. Kathleen Kennedy is wanting to destroy them. Good luck. Yeah. Good, they have more money than her. Yeah. They don't, may not have more money than Disney. They got more money than her. Absolutely. And they don't need And if they, if she keeps coming for them, they're going to keep doing things. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They're already doing another Pandaverse thing. And another thing, 
that show was sort of nuanced. It was. It was. It made fun of the people that care that they keep putting gay lame chicks in stuff so much that they that they freak out about it. Well, they used just Cart- as much as they did of the people. Ma- putting- well, they used Cartman as a stand-in for all the really asshole fans yeah. who just send them death threats every time they dislike something, disagree with something they do. They, you can do those things and still make a good movie. Mm-hmm. You just have to have character arc. You have to have things that are flow naturally. It it can happen. You know. I'm thinking of there's been gay characters and things before and it didn't hurt it it didn't hurt the story. Never watched anything with a gay character before. <laughs> Not once. You watched whole movies with yourself, didn't you? Oh. It's, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> that was a blinding retort. <laughs> Sting. <laughs> it really hurt. <laughs> um no, it didn't. No. I know what kind of person uh, you are. Uh, um, I have no idea what I want to say. Uh, the um, it's Pandaverse. The Pandaverse, like they made fun of the the people that freak out about the forced diversity just as much as like, just like whenever was it Kyle that showed up in the principal's office in PC principal's office with the new incredibly diverse. Cartman. Yeah. An incredibly diverse group of women who complain about the patriarchy. Right. Um, and the PC principal is like, yes, that's Cartman. That's always been Cartman. I don't see anything wrong with that. You, you don't see anything wrong with now he's a giant black woman where he was, was like a small white child. No, he's always been a giant black woman on the inside. Now that's what he is on the outside. Right. It's so ridiculous. But it's Stan and Kyle. Yeah. Really? You don't see. But that's they're us. Like Stan and Kyle are the voices of reason. Like okay, here's the here's the way I feel. There's about- a dark timeline where Cartman's the voice of reason, oh, and God. we end up in nuclear war. <laughs> Jesus, um, I saw somebody commented on Twitter as saying that Cartman's always been the voice of reason of that shot, and I was like, I don't think that's true. That's fucking lunacy. I don't think that's true at all. That's absolute lunacy. Cartman's supposed to be the the guy that you don't want to be like but you laugh at well they made the, I, and in their own words they said we wanted to make a character with no redeeming qualities yeah. and they succeeded admirably um no here's the thing i like the fact that they mentioned miles morales in that no miles morales rules that's what they right <laughs> we were discussing this now people are pooping their pampers over the new spider-man game because apparently peter gets killed and then Miles becomes the only Spider-Man. They're, see, and people throw their fit about that. That's bullshit. That is a storyline. That's just what happens in the game. I don't have a problem with that. There's actually even a thing where um, uh, Denzel Washington might be playing Hannibal in, one, in the new Gladiator movie. It probably can't be true because that timeline's off. Because Gladiator takes place... After way after the the Punic Wars, well, this is two nineteen BC is when is when the fucking by the time Marcus Aurelius is in there, Christianity had, I mean by definition, you know, that's two hundred nineteen years before mm-hmm. the events. So, um, I don't have a problem though if you want to make Denzel Washington Hannibal. Hannibal was not black, but that's okay. It's a fictional movie. You can work into that and make something cool out of that. I don't like when it's sold as fact. I don't like any of that shit because it's not true. That is very dangerous when you just allow people to make up history because it suits them. That's no good for anybody. True history always needs to be told and diversity. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Things like that always need to be told as close to truths as they can. If it's a fictional thing, who gives a fuck? You know, I don't give a fuck. 
Now, it's not going to be... It's like the Little Mermaid thing. I don't care. I can't imagine caring about that. Exactly. <laughs> but the simple fact I is... I care more that the bird was singing underwater. Oh, it's awful. It's just an awful movie. The bird should not be singing underwater. See, The bird but, should not be underwater. See, but th- that's like... Okay, I had a conversation with a couple of kids of the generation, you know, my daughter's generation. And we were, and I was saying, honey, uh, and, and all the other kids, you know, her cousins, like, I am not against these things, but they can't be all that that, that character is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, well, we got a gay character. Well, what is your character? I'm gay. Yes. Who cares? What is your character? I'm the gay character. That's not a character. That's the least That's, interesting thing about exactly. That is your your sexual orientation. I do not care. Give me a character arc. Give me a story. If you happen to be gay, I don't give a fuck. Good, good. That may be an interesting thing about you, but it's not who you are. And they do that now with the diversity thing. Well, I'm black this or black this. That's not a thing. You know, that's not. That's silly. Don't do that. So, um, and then they also tend to tear down the existing characters at the expense to to boost up the new character like the peter pan and wendy thing she slapped him across the face and does all the things that you're not allowed to do to a girl she did that to peter pan and all these things don't do that in my day you know what peter pan would have done back killed captain hook Beat the fuck out of her right there. Just ham and eggers. I know. But all these people getting so to the pissed moon, off about these. <laughs> so pissed off about these things. I don't care. You know, as long as you make the story properly. Cut and to a year from now whenever Dunkin' Egg comes out and Dunk is a black guy with a big afro. No. And, and Egg is egg speaking patois. <laughs> eh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's I feel that's different. Like they might make Dunk a big like Samoan type guy. I don't know if I'd be mad about that or not. Have they talked about this? No, I'm just guessing what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're it's pretty much set in stone who's going to be and all those things. Um, I do think they might perhaps. Well, no, they can't do that because if they're going by the story, um, Balon Baylor Breakspear mm-hmm. is part Dornish. Yeah. So there's your diversity. He right could be there. swarthy. Absolutely. Actually, they they talk about you know how he did look. Dornish. Swarthy good. Swarthy is swarthy good. It just quality. means you're you're olive skinned usually. Okay. Um, and yes, he he does look sort of like old uh, what's his face in uh, the uh, dragon show House of Dragons, um, the Kingmaker. Done. Forgot his name. I need to start watching that again. Fuck you, Kristen Cole. Yeah. Um, what a dastardly fool. Yeah. Um, I like the fact. I wish. I wish he would have just slit the guy's throat instead Come of beating on. him to death. Yeah, why you got to beat that? It wasn't. It wasn't. So it, I felt that was a, a fun, major fumble. But the only one in the show, mind you, not a whole lot. Yeah, no, I mean, that fucking dude, good. The show is tremendous. I'm waiting for them to announce the release date of the new season, which should be early summer, I hope. And then I'll rewatch it. Um, Might even reread so, it. I started picking it up again and I that when I was writing those pages I wrote 10 pages in one day by Ooh. the way um and what started me was just picking up with that and writing it f- with those things in mind trying to describe it as he would have described it it's a writing prompt people do it all the time um and it actually fueled a lot of you know the good writing that I did so I'm I haven't gotten back to it of course because I just man I go on a on a real good clip and I just kind of forget myself but um, no, I, I think that 
with some things you can play around with. And, and the good thing about something like Game of Thrones is that there's diversity there and it's done properly. And it's always been done properly. He writes those stories with those things in mind because he wanted... Now, I've said this before, though, and I thought this would be cool. If you made the Targaryens and you made all the people from um, Old Valyria black to begin with, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, make, it more, make them African-based, that'd be great. I'm like, that's really fucking cool. Um, therefore, and then they force their way in and all the kings are black. You know what I mean? It turns things on its head where they're racist against white people and they don't like the people that are ruling over. It happens all the time. So you do that puts in a new perspective, right? So, um, but they didn't. And they did, but they did the thing with Valerion's great. great. I think the guy who played, um, the, the sea snake was tremendous. I like that whole thing. Um, I like the fact that I think I know what the, I think I know what they're going to do. They're not going to force the diversity and do later ages of Westeros because the age of of the Targaryens is seen as much more cosmopolitan. They're less racist because the Valyrians are less racist. You know what I mean? The people in Westeros are not. They're racist. Especially in the north, you know they don't they don't like people of color. They don't like they don't trust the Targaryens. They don't trust you know what I mean. It's just they're what they are. You know, I like the fact that you can make a good character who's a good person racist because that's what they're raised, and then maybe their part of their character arc is realizing that all the, the people are different. You know well, they're I mean? all racist against the wildlings who are the exact same people as them. You know what that you know what an example of that is? It's the basically the 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 people the British tribes who became. Behind Adrian's wall, Hadrian's wall, Adrian's wall. Hey, hey yo! <laughs> if I could change, and he could change. Oh, Adrian's wall. And you wall. can change. <laughs> Whatever I can change. <laughs> anyway, Hadrian's wall. The Scots are the wildlings. The wildlings are one hundred percent. And then the, you know, the people behind the wall would be like the British, the the Welsh, um, the Irish. Would not they'd be with the Scots? It'd just be another group of wildlings, um, and that uh, you know, I, I just it's it's I love how he did that. The guy is well versed on his history, um, has more than a passing understanding, mm-hmm. and as I'm picking these things out, seeing what he's done, yeah, um, and I'm really almost hit- every event in the book <clears throat> rhymes with something that sure. actually happened in real life, and it also rhymes with something that happened in the earlier history of the weird universe that he made. Well, up. it's like. Uh, you know the uh, it's the war of the war of the roses is what Game of Thrones the the main storylines but is no claimant to the throne realm plunges into chaos. This guy's a bastard. That guy's a bastard. Yeah, exactly. Who's fucking who? As a matter of fact, I started reading the one of the series of books he based on is by Con Eagleton, who's a great writer. Um, and uh, it's just tremendous. I I just think that when it's forced diversity and nothing makes sense. Part of the, the the things about fantasy worlds, especially, is that the peoples are going to be different. They're going to be in different, and then they have to be. If you're writing different areas, why are they disliking each other? Just because they do? That doesn't make any sense. They're going to have to differ. Religion, maybe you can do it that way, or you can do it skin color. You can do it that way. You can do a, a mix of them, all those things. But they got to be different. They just can't be all the same and then not like each other. It makes no fucking sense. That's one of the reasons that. Uh, I don't think Robert Jordan's world works that much. He's got all these nations that are just beside each other with no real borders. I mean, they're borders, but they're just arbitrary. And then all the peoples are vastly different. It's like, it doesn't work that way, man. It just doesn't work that way. You're going to have to have natural. 
You know, the exception, of course, being the Aiel, who are beyond the spine of the World Mountains, and they are a completely different group of people. Um, but then you've got, like, some of the border nations are like samurai, and then you get some of the border nations are like, you know, it just doesn't have any rhyme or reason to it. That's not entertaining in fantasy. And it makes people confused because it's hard for people to grasp these concepts. If you make them different, they say, oh, at a cursory glance, you almost have to know where this person's from, right? So if you make that by race, it's much easier, you know, and do it as you would the maps here, unless you're going to have an explanation about why those people like there should be no black people in the North. But there could be a family of maybe summer islanders, I could write that, where they came north, landed at White Harbor, were driven out of some place in the Summer Isles, taken in by a northern family, and then became a northern family. They would face lots of prejudice. They would have to. That's just the way it's going to be. Um, but it would be an interesting story. And you don't just throw them out there. You explain it. That's what they did with the, Valeri- with the Valerians, I felt. I mean, they, they had enough nods to it anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I wish they would understand that it's not, it is okay to acknowledge and celebrate people's differences because those things make us distinctive and interesting and all those things. And we don't all want to be the same. We don't have to be the same. I mean, that's something that, one of the most bland explanations people ever heard when you were a kid. I don't like this person because he's this. Well, the world would be very boring if we were all the same, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. That's a great explanation. So I, I just wish that, you know, a lot of these fantasies, science fiction is different. Science fiction is modern. People can travel, you know, places very quickly and all that stuff. I expect, I fully expect, um, Hyperion to be multicultural. And if it isn't, I'm going to be like, Why? It's just, it's the hegemony. There's all these different groups of people. They're going to have to look different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're going to have to mix and mingle with each other. You know, it's just going to be, I don't know. Indeed. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, nice guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know how we got from there to the. The, the Nice Guys is a fucking great movie. Yeah. It's on uh, Ron Gosling and Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Fucking so good, dude. I need to see it. Two, a couple of the best screams from a man I've ever heard in my life are Ryan Gosling in that movie. Yeah. He keeps falling off of stuff. I, I watched it when it came out. Is it a comedy? It's a comedy and action. It's what this guy does. He's the best in the world at it. Is it like Lethal Weapon-esque? It's better than Lethal Weapon. Really? High praise. Fuck. High the fuck praise it is because i do love the lethal weapon movies i love them too the first two are tremendous yeah third one's not bad too it's in my humble opinion it is better than lethal weapon movies. it's funny like um gosling's got a daughter who's also she's um she's like the nerdy blonde girl in the spider-man movies um she's grown up now she was like 11 or 12 when this came out and she's like the moral center of the movie because Gosling's a fuck up. In which Spider-Man movies? Spider-Man, the new ones. The to- not the Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland. She's like his classmate. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, she's like the pale blonde girl. Yes, yes. Uh, the one who dated Valer- Ned. She could be a Valerian. Yeah, um, she really could. The one who dated Ned. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, she was really good too. No, she's like I forgot that was her in the movie. And going back, she's like really good. All right. She's hilarious in this fucking movie. Um. Everybody in this movie is a fuck up. Everybody, it's extremely funny. Yeah. It's 
like Gosling's drunk all the time, so his twelve year old daughter has to drive him around. It's <laughs> <God. laughs> great. It is fucking great. Gosling's so good, man. Like the first time Gosling and uh fucking uh fucking Russell Crowe meet, um, he'd been following around this girl because this girl's aunt paid him. He's a private detective. Paid him to find her. And he finds her and she notices she's she uh she makes him. So she gets uh fucking Russell Crowe to get him to stop. And how's he get him to stop? He goes to his house, beats the fuck out of him, holds him down. Now you got another arm, this is gonna be fine, and he breaks his fucking arm. Oh, Jesus. And the scream that he oh, so Russell Crowe breaks Ron Gosling's arm. And then they team up. And then they team up. <laughs> it's so fucking good. <laughs> well, those two idiots said, I know it'll be great, too. It's a lost art. <clears throat> the under two hour, it probably costs $20 million to make this movie. The under two hour comedy slash action movie, mid-budget. Here's a movie. We're not going to make a whole thing of it. Here's a fucking movie. Right. Watch the movie. Shut the fuck up. They could make a whole thing out of it with the, with those guys. It they was could, so fucking good. But I, that's the thing that happens in cycles as well. Like, um, there was a a thing that happened right before Star Wars. Star Wars changed the game forever. It's true. But right before that, it was movies like The French Connection, things that were like hard boiled, you know, downbeat, gritty. gritty, you know, stuff like that. Serpico, fucking yes. I mean, great movies. Dog Day Afternoon. Yes. Uh, great movies, but they weren't spectacle. There wasn't a lot of hope. You know what I mean? Nearly zero in any of those movies. Right. I mean, they're just, you know, a lot of antiheroes. So we're getting ready to go through another antihero cycle because of movies, but I feel that comic book movies can still feel. I really do have a lot of hope for Deadpool. I think it's going to be good. Um, I think that... Uh, you know, it's got enough going for it. You know, there's no way that they're not going to reference the collapse of comic book movies in Deadpool. Like they're going to, they're going to reference that. That's going to happen. Um, they I, nearly have to. Sure, and it almost I, has to be about that. Exactly. Well, yes, and it's going to be have all kinds of great cameos and all that shit. It's going to be that movie that's going to be like comic book movies are going, but. The next phase of this thing, DC is leading the charge because James Gunn's Superman movie is going to be great. They're, I feel like they're going to be the exact opposite. There's not going to be all these references to things like anymore. It seems like they're making movies so they can throw in references to other things. So, right. so we can be like, oh, I know that guy. Yay. Right, right. Hopefully they don't do any of that. Right. And I have. I've noticed all the fucking shit talkers about James Gunn have calmed down too because they're seeing the the the, the fucking the cast moves he's making. Yes, together. yes. Rachel yeah. Brosnahan is fucking Lois Lane. Jesus, wow, Chef Kiss. I mean, it's fucking oh, this Jimmy. The kid they cast is Jimmy Olsen. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. And the fucking some of the people, some of the I, I know it's not. He's cast Lex Luthor, and it's a guy who played who auditioned for Superman. Yeah, and didn't get, and it. he could have got it. Right. Um, I'm excited that apparently they're making Brainiac into the villain. That was. Uh, you know, something that I had thought about, like that's a, that'd be a good starter. You know what I mean? He's yeah. powerful enough to be a threat. And also you can work him in the destruction of Krypton, you know, maybe do a little retcon. I know they're going to try to, well, this is all fresh things. So there's nothing to retcon really. Well, then you can just make him like the reason Krypton was destroyed because he like, I know they're not going to go back to Krypton that's not <laughs> happening. They're going to do it more like there might be some flashback stuff. 
No, I think what they're going to do, they're going to make it as close as possible to Superman 1979 or 1978. Good. Yeah. Because, you know, they even have Miss Tessmacher in it. They cast a woman as Miss Tessmacher. Miss Tessmacher. The one with the great tits. Oh, was, yeah, yeah. It was Lex Luthor's uh, yeah, yeah. right hand man. It's great. It was, Who'd they cast as that? I can't remember. She's hot, though. It's got to be June from fucking uh, Mad Men. Redheaded with the giant tits. Oh, Joan. Joan. Oh, God. Well, I mean, you can't get us get us a gal with some giant tits in there, James. You know what we like, and I know what you like. You used to direct freaking trauma films, okay? I I really think that it's going to be good. I think that DC is going to really lead the charts. But I'm telling you, the Dark Horse and everything is fucking invincible. Have you watched it yet? Not yet. No, none of it. I just watched Gen V. Eh. It was awesome. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> it was awesome. But The Boys is good. I know it is. But anybody who's seen The Boys and has watched Invincible said it is not even a contest, which is better. Invincible is that fucking good. Really? Yes. The new Invincible. I mean, I watched the first season, of course. Oh, okay. Then you know it. Okay. I haven't yes. seen the new. Oh, dude, it's yet. great. A little bit of a spoiler. We talked about this ad nauseum whenever it first came out. It has been four years since they put out the first exactly. season. Exactly. But. A little bit of spoiler. Of course, Alan the alien came back, and three Viltrumites corner him and just tear his fucking ass apart. Hmm. But the thing about him is, the more you kill him and tear him apart, the stronger he gets. The more alive he is. Well, I'm just saying he was he was genetically engineered to do that to come back stronger and stronger and stronger. So by the end, there's a a a coalition of Battle Beast, Omni Man, Invincible, a couple other Viltrumites, uh, Alan the Alien, all these ones fighting the Vintu- fighting Thrag and the Vil- Viltrumite Empire. Um, of course, by that time, have they finished the new season yet, or is it like no? I think they were doing like f- episode four. It's coming out this evening, so it was like four and four yeah. is what they're going to do. I think they have just been not. It's funny. It's good. It's <clears throat> it's just they just do it exactly right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did they put a chicken in? Did they make her gay and lame? No. Hmm. I don't know if I can watch it then. I, I just I need, is there is there a balding Appalachian man in? I need to be able to see myself. <laughs> remember, remember when we were kids and we'd see Carl Weathers and we'd be like, "I'm Carl Weathers in Predator." Right. Never thought about the fact he was black. Exactly. Now everybody got to see themselves. They have <clears throat> three hundred people on Twitter have ruined have made Disney and Marvel and everything take this left turn to where everything has to represent represent and be targeted toward these 300 people on Twitter that complain really loudly. Exactly. That don't go see the movies. Well, it's like the thing with uh, the the Lord of the Rings thing. They, they, they turned everything, they turned star Wars and Marvel stuff into girl brands. Right. And girls don't go see them. They go see them with their boyfriends. Right. Or their husbands. Well, and then they had the, and I, you know, it's a skillful manipulation because I actually saw a commercial for the Lord of the Rings where this little black kid is dressed up as an elf and going to see it, whatever. And I felt bad. I did feel bad. I was just like, you know, I w- that kid should be able to go see thing and see something in it. But we need think to get about back to- the, think about the scene, Stranger Things, when they're all dressed up as Ghostbusters. Yeah. Why do I got to be Winston? Because you're, because I'm black. Winston's not a scientist. I want to be a scientist like Egan. But he's just a cool guy. You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, that, like, he didn't... Exactly. The kid did not care that he was black and Winston's black, so... Like, we always wanted to be basketball players and stuff like that. Yeah. I wanted to be like Mike. We didn't see... I mean, I think that people... 
automatically take themselves out of the runnings for things now because they think because they're not of a certain ethnic group that they can't do it. That's not true. I think that's a mass delusion. Yeah. I mean, I think that, for example, um, rugby. Poor Hemplo. <laughs> rugby. Mm-hmm. When the Polynesians started playing, they were dominating. They're not dominating anymore because that time has come and gone. And all the kids who have now grown up watching them play love them and wanted to play. Now you've got this Teague, whatever, this, this Irishman, mowing some of them down. Because he didn't look at him and say, I can't do that because I'm not Samoan or, or Tongan or anything like that. I want to do that because I love rugby. And now a, a lot of the players on the All Blacks are white guys. Mm-hmm. So I, I really do think that this whole thing where you take your – and I was looking at boxing. Usyk and all these other fighters are white guys – and like they were fighting all white guys to get to the, you see what I'm saying? Like they don't automatically take themselves out of it because they see beyond that too. I like that. I like and they the, grew up loving who? Muhammad Mike, Ali and, and Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. Absolutely. I want to be Mike Tyson. Yeah. Well, you can't be. Why? Because you're not black. So, and then they were talking, then they were given mixed messages like, well, don't be a racist, but then you can't be this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's so fucking absurd. So I think we're really getting to a point where Mike Tyson trained hard enough to become Mike Tyson. Maybe I can train hard enough. Exactly. To Mike exactly. One uh, of them should change their name to Mike Tyson. Told you I'd be Mike Tyson someday. Right. I like, uh, I'm a big Usyk fan. I think he's a great fighter. Maybe you should marry him. Fucking nailed you. Burn. We've basically been doing um, favorite um, things. favorite things the entire time. I did want to also mention um, <clears throat> Reacher. That show rules. I've watched it. Um, that show rules. I know. Big guy being awesome, doing awesome things. Beating the shit out he's of He's essentially. I've watched it. He's essentially Ned Stark, Jon Snow, Dunk. Yeah. If this guy was 20 years younger, he'd be Dunk. He would be a good candidate. And if uh, he's British. He's essentially all those guys. Because he always does the right thing, right? Even if it's stupid, right? He's all those guys. <laughs> he always does the right thing, even if it's the most dumb thing you can possibly do in the moment. He will do the right thing, and he kills a lot of people, and it's awesome. Constantly hitting him with that elbow, yeah, it's great. I loved it. I couldn't believe I loved it. I was like, okay, this fucking rules. Yeah, what's the? F- I was introduced. You know what made me got it. What made me watch it was the t- trailer for the second season where he walks up behind a woman and she's like, <laughs> he's like, are you being carjacked? She's like, yes. Okay, hold on. And he just walks over, <laughs> wraps his shirt around his fucking fist and punches through the window and drags the guy out and kills him and then walks back to her. He's like, all right, you're good. <laughs> yeah, it's – I was told to watch it from – It is a dude show. Someone I loved because she thought he was really hot and all that stuff. I'm like, eh, that's going to kill it for me. It didn't. I watched it. And I was just like – It rules. Yeah. It rules. Make shows for dudes. Yeah. Um, another show for dudes is uh, the the fucking one with the uh, Pratt about the army dude or whatever special ops guy. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. It's good. It's bloody. Lots of inventive the one ways with to kill people. Krasinski apparently is really good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I won't, I've only watched the first maybe two seasons of it, but good he's stuff. good. He's great. I just, I, I'm hoping they're going to do that with uh, with Deadpool. I'm hoping it's going to be like a dudes movie. You know. Make shit for dude. I'm telling you, Wolverine and Deadpool fucking. You know fight what? In the you know what's never going to lose money? A John Wick movie, absolutely, because it's for fucking dudes, right? And you know who also loves it? Some chicks, right? Not all of them, <laughs> but some chicks are going to think it's cool too. Right. That's why you throw in little things like in the beginning of the when John Wick reforms as John Wick, where they kill his dog. That is what gets women hooked. Oh sure, 
they got me hooked that too. softness yeah yeah to where you killed my dog now i have to kill everybody you've ever known <laughs> everyone you've ever met everyone you've ever been associated with except for john leguizamo right <laughs> now that's this just, has to that's happen. just because he saved his car that's john wick's car what a fucking scene <laughs> Get it out of here. What's wrong with you? Where'd you get that car? I like the look on his face. Like he get, there's visible like terror. Exactly. <laughs> and then he, but then the reaction of Vigo is just like, I just struck my son. I did. <laughs> Why? Well, because he, uh, he, did you hear what he did, sir? Yeah. He stole a guy. Uh, he stole a guy's car. It was John Wick's car, sir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he killed his dog. No, I forgot what to put that. Baba Yaga. <laughs> that guy's dead. You know that? Oh, man. Love yeah. that guy. I love a guy Got that a, just shows up in a movie for five seconds and rules, and then he's gone. He was great. Forever. He was great. Tremendous. Yeah. Love that guy. And then the guy from the uh, the insurance commercials was, was like one of his right-hand man. Mm-hmm. You know, he almost died. Do you ever hear about that guy's story? No. He got fucked up real bad. Like, like in ambul, I mean, it was terrible. I almost killed him. He lost like so much blood and fucked him up. Really? Yeah. I think this is either right before or right after he started doing the commercials. Became well known. All this awful shit happened to him. Jesus. Look that story up. It's really bad. Hmm. Anything else? You got any favorite things we haven't mentioned yet? You want to um, shout out? Not much. I mean, it's just been. Uh, like I said, uh, reading all the history books and um, the boxing, man, I've I've been throwing myself into that. I've been fighting three days a week, um, training. You know, um, I found a good balance with doing that and powerlifting at the same time. You just have to eat, and when your body tells you to rest, you got to rest. So, um, I love doing it. Like uh, I'm. I'm getting as good as a person can get after not even quite a year. Um, I can hit really hard. Um, can move a lot better than some a lot of people would think, including myself. I like uh, I'll do something sometimes. You've always been light on your feet. Um, you've got a dancer's mentality. <laughs> I've always said. That. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew some. I knew it would get. I knew it was going to be a. Uh, Speaking as a. A compliment wrapped in an insult. As a, <laughs> speaking as a light on his feet, big guy. Yeah. Always been light on my feet, too. Yeah. I can move a little bit. I can karaoke. Do that number. Yeah, we've thing. been doing all that stuff. Like um, I can do the ropes. I do the ropes. We uh, do the steps, do the, the spin drills, um, throwing all the punches, do, do sparring and do, I mean, okay. I mean, John obviously is way more experienced and would be quite, the handful to fight. I mean, that'd be a guy you wouldn't want to fight. Um, but uh, I can, when he, he takes it easy on me, but I can hold my own. Like I can land one, a good one every now and then. Um, and we don't go full on. Uh, I just like, and then I will go to the gym and just work on my mechanics. Like, you know, it doesn't always have to be killing the bag. You know, it's turning your hips and learn how to throw a punch. Throwing a punch doesn't come even from the shoulder. It, I mean, it really comes. You're just throwing that arm out there. You know what I mean? And um, well, of course, you know, because you know how to throw a punch. Mm-hmm. But you just find out that, and then you start watching people throw punches. It's crazy how quickly you adapt to something. Like, I'm watching boxing matches and find myself doing the moves they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, 
like, I know why he did that. You know, not to that extent, of course, but, you know, you start to recognize patterns and things like that. You can see when they're going to throw a hook. You see when they're going to set somebody up with a jab or when they're going to, you know, do a check hook and do all that stuff. And then you see some idiot who thinks he can fight, you know, like Bradley Martin throwing punches and he's stiff and he thinks he's doing something and thinks because he's on all the steroids, he's going to do something. And it's just like, dude. You know, you're going to run into one of these people who's not going to look like much, and they're going to come in that studio and beat your monkey ass. I think he challenged uh, Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse. He did. Bad idea. Yes. Because that the guy. The greatest MMA fighter, fighter in history. That guy will fuck you up. He was wrestling the comedian, um, the older guy. What is his name? Who is the comedian? He, he he's a comedian. He's a, he's not a very successful comedian. He's been on a lot of shows. He's um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he had a hurt neck. He said, "Look, he's like, I want to wrestle with you because jujitsu and all this stuff." He's like, "He's like, okay, I'll go." He's like, "But don't grab my neck." He's like, "I got a neck injury. You know, just don't grab my neck." I so what's, who that is? What the first? What's the first? Well, when we'll pump, punch up when we get off here. The first thing he does is grabs his fucking neck. What a dick. I'm like, you're a fucking piece of shit. When you, <clears throat> if I'm that guy and he does that, I'm no longer just rolling. We're, we're now fighting. He got him and he's, 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 he's in his fifties and he got him at one point and he said, yeah, you're bigger and stronger than me, but I'm old and I'm injured and all these things. And you still weren't just running over me. He's like, can you basically he's trying to tell him, can you see now why, when we tell you that you shouldn't do this and you think, you know, something you shouldn't do this. And of course he had to run his mouth and talk about how, but I'm two sixty. He keeps saying that. That's what, that's what the meme with this fucker is now there. He goes, but they've got these, uh, segments where he goes to jujitsu gym and he's fighting a big dude and he almost crushes his skull, falls on him. It's fucking awful. And I'm, I, I got to give him respect for doing it. Tell him to find Mikey Musumeci, 135 pound fucking jujitsu assassin. Yeah. He just wins jujitsu matches. Like he beat Shinya Aoki with his own lock. Holy shit. Yeah, with with the with the move that he sort of made famous in jiu-jitsu. This kid is a little nerd assassin, a dork for jiu-jitsu. He does it 10 hours a day. It's amazing. Tell this guy to walk into that gym and find this tiny little man and he would fucking choke him to death. Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse would beat you on your feet. I know, man. That's the thing and it's you have all these he, he, but he does all the gym videos, and then he tried to wrestle Brian Shaw. I was like, "Well, you've gone from one extreme to another." And this Brian Shaw just Brian Shaw just snatched him up and threw him on his shoulders. Like, "You done now?" He's like, "Yeah, put me down." And I just I don't like the guys. For one thing, he's a red pill dude. I can't stand those motherfuckers. Um, he's I'm a red pill dude in the more traditional sense of the word, where like you see things for what they are instead of like well, no, no, like, believe what you're told, right? But I'm talking about the this hardcore misogynist. Yeah, those are retards. They're fucking awful people. Absolute retards. I mean, I was actually watching their videos at one point to get myself angry to work out. Because <laughs> I'm like, because I'm like, these are the motherfuckers I'm competing against for women. This was years ago, of course. And, you know, it worked. Because I, I, I imagine myself going into that studio and seeing fit 
and being like, I'll beat the fucking dog shit out of you. You think you're this fucking great guy. You're a piece of shit. Those guys are dorks, right? I've never. Well, no, I mean, he's in good shape. The, the, the fit guy's in good shape. He's tall. You know, he's, he's all this stuff and he's got big biceps because they've all got big biceps nowadays. But I found out as everyone found me somebody with big fucking, uh, what are these? Triceps. Triceps. Yeah. Yeah. Or a guy who knows how to throw a punch. Yeah. Um, you know, I have learned this that, and you know, I've been not wasting my time. I still love working out and like being big, but it's now more in the Wolverine mindset. I can be muscular and all those things, but if it slows me down, then why the fuck am I doing it? You know what I mean? And I feel so much better. Like I'm talking mentally. I used to be this low key fear and panic all the time. Gone. Walk into a fucking gas station, dudes everywhere, just like, and you're just, you're not trying to be a badass and you're not throwing your weight around. You're actually being polite and all these things, but sizing everybody up and be like, I can knock that dude out. I can knock that dude out. Sure, shit can knock that dude out. You know, that's like psychopathic. I love it. It is. I love that you're doing that now, but <laughs> it's not something I would do. No, you're reading the room. You're, you're, um, you're giving an ocular pat down to the room. <laughs> God, you guys love mentioning me with Mac. <laughs> Elena, especially. Um, no, but it's made me a more secure, like calmer person. And I love it. Um, I love hitting things. I love, and being able to absolutely destroy a fucking heavy bag. Like, the my knuckles have gotten so, I mean, you can see how raised they are to hitting mm-hmm. shit. I mean, and that's the best feeling, just crack it, and, and you know it's going to give. I can hit the water bag with no glove. Just fucking wail on it. Have you ever hit one of those without a, no. the teardrop bag? It fucking hurts at first, and I can't keep doing it because you get a couple good shots in before it really starts to hurt. I got bad wrists, so I'd have to really tape up if I was going to go. I thought I would do that too, and I've had a couple close calls where it got bent back. But now my wrist from hitting shit for mm-hmm. so long, I just don't even worry about it anymore, and it and it never is a problem. I hit the punch bob, you know, bare fist, bare knuckle, and fucking crack it. Hit a fucking one to the, you know, you know, one to the side and one to the head. Bang, bang. Like really What to put you in some bare knuckle fights? No. Come I'm on. too old. No, you're not. Too old for that we shit. We could put you in the bare knuckle fighting championship. <laughs> Undercard. Well, just ship me over to fucking Iowa with the rest of the fucking pikeys. You do okay over there. Uh, give me a couple more years. I figure by the time I'm 50, I'll be uh, ready to start your fighting career. Uh, <laughs> But I'd be a, a real rough customer to deal with, you know, because I've learned a lot just in this in this almost one year. You know, give me three more. Fuck. I mean, because I train three times a week. I take it extremely seriously. It's never off my mind. I let it go sometimes because I just have to rest. But I'm, I throw punches at work. I'm constantly doing shifting movements and like throw, you know, I'll throw a couple shadow boxing punches, do some shadow boxing, you know, do the drills with John spar. All this shit. I love doing it. Plus my, you know, have lost weight, but it's not, you know, I, I just look different now that I'm fighting. So, you know, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm good with it. So that's favorite thing. Pretty much is just boxing. I think you can, I think you could do rough and rowdy, something like that. Maybe put you in that, <clears throat> knock a couple fucking holler yokels out. If I could get one on them. Stand over them and put a Biden flag <laughs> in their butt cheeks. Let's go, Brandon, bitch. <laughs> what do you think of Brandon now? <laughs> Dark Brandon attacks. <laughs> They'd be my fucking hype. Everybody yeah. hate me. I yeah, could you, could be, you could be that character. Let's <laughs> wear a Joe Biden shirt. <laughs> yeah. Dark Brandon's coming for you. <laughs> 
Uh, we have fun. We do. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to find a uh, song to go out on. Maybe. It's tough nowadays knowing that we'll be taken down, so I, I almost just have to play my own stuff. Well, I mean, do that. Oh, that's another thing. I Oh, I forgot. Uh, I watched a great documentary, and it made me a Descendants fan. Like, I like the Descendants... And I just went through another deep dive into the punk thing and got into, really got into them. And uh, they have this song called Thank You, which is a great fucking song. I mean, it's like, you know, it's it's just a really good tune. But I don't I don't know if that would get us taken down. Probably would because I'd be Definitely yeah, would. Yeah. 100%. See if I can find a good one. A good one of mine. Yeah, here's one. Haven't played that in a while. All right, here's an old hit that I recorded probably in 2007. Come around. Thank you for listening and go fuck yourselves. You've been gone so You don't 